Hey, it's Madison, the Black Eagle, and here's a highlight from today's show. Explain uh, why uh, you did this essay uh, saying that uh, voting rights is an issue of national security. General Mike Hayden and I uh, were two of about 100 or so former uh, senior uh, national security uh, officials who signed up uh, to a letter, open letter, mainly to the Congress. And what we were trying to uh, emphasize was the national security implications of assaults on our democracy. And the point being that that weakens us in the eyes of other countries, notably our adversaries, who then exploit that to their advantage. So when we have... Um, things like the um, so-called audit in Arizona and other uh, states where the right to vote is being questioned or suppressed, that actually serves to the benefit of foreign countries. So that, that's the point of uh, the impact on our national security. How, does, uh, how do our adversaries use that? Uh, to their advantage. In other words, what do they do? Well, just as the Russians, as we saw the Russians uh, in the election of uh, 2016, and one of the things that the Russians did, and unfortunately successfully, was to suppress the vote using um, social media by casting doubt on whether someone's vote would even be counted. Well, if you that repeated, you know, thousands of times over can really have an impact on on the outcome of the election. And so, uh, and more broadly, what the Russians did in 2016 was to to sow doubt, discord, and distrust in this country, and they succeeded beyond their, their wildest dreams. They had messages for everybody, but the point was to exploit that divisiveness. And unfortunately, we're a pretty ripe target for them. Malcolm, my main man, Malcolm Nance, thank you so much. Brother, glad to have you on. The timing is perfect. I couldn't think of anybody else I'd want to talk to about how this uh, voter suppression uh, bill impacts us national security than you. Welcome back Mm -hmm. to the Madison Show. How are you? I'm very, very well. No, how are you? You are. I'm, doing I'm, God's I'm, work. I'm, I'm. You know, look, man. I, I, physical challenges, but I'm hanging in there. Um, as I, I wrote somebody this morning, you can't kill freedom. So <laughs> this is. Uh, I'm doing okay. Uh, I take it you would agree with everything you just heard. Yeah, yeah, it's very much so. We've got a very serious problem going on here, Joe. And Ex- expand on that, would you please? Well, I'm, I, I let me let me take it out to the hundred thousand foot level, which it appears the president has finally glommed onto with with everybody in the the Democratic Party. American democracy is under absolute attack now, direct attack, and we have a opposing side that has decided that. Uh, Democracy, as has existed since the beginning of the United States, is no longer functional. 
So it impacts us on every level, personal uh, in the United States, but also on the national security level worldwide. People are making decisions on the basis of the crazy that they're seeing right now. And and how can you can you please expand on why this vote that obviously is going to be taken Mm. uh, sometime, I guess, maybe by the end of the week or uh, King's birthday, why that matters internationally? As because most people don't think of it as international, they think about state legislators and state legislatures and and impact it has domestically. Well, le- let me clear some things up for your listening audience, because many in the audience, uh, you you have a very wise group of people that listen to you. That's for sure, but they have to push this message out to their family members and their friends. The things that are happening at the state level are designed to end American democracy, to take the vote away as much as possible from black, Latinos, Asians, people of color and Democrats where they can. Now, the rest of the world is watching this and we have this problem. We have this normalcy bias, which is the belief that everything as it's going right now will never change. And if it does change, it won't impact our lives. And what we are about to see, if we fail this vote, if we fail to expand voting rights, if we fail to make Election Day a national holiday and allow people to vote uh, by mail in the middle of a pandemic, we will have literally turned the system over to people who thought the January 6th attacks were patriotism, who think that Donald Trump should be installed as a dictator. It'll motivate the, uh, you know, it'll motivate the radical right to come out this November and take back, take back the house and the Senate. And then that's it. It will just smash the entire American system of government. The American experiment will come to a crashing end. Our enemies see this and they cheer for it, but let's set aside our enemies, Joe. How about our trade partners? who suddenly realized that the, the stability that they had for years or decades that went away during the Trump administration, where an administration was essentially corrupt, where you had to actually curry favor and buy people the way Saudi Arabia did. Uh, you know, Jared Kushner was in debt to over a billion dollars. And then suddenly he goes to the Middle East and someone buys out all his debt. This wasn't possible before, that you could buy the American electoral system or that you could buy entire administration's decisions. As our allies, trade partners, and us uh, observe the United States, they will see us as a fundamentally weak nation, a poor nation that can't decide what's right and what's wrong. And that means they will go after our economic markets. They will challenge us militarily like Putin is doing in Ukraine. Uh, And it's quite possible that our entire system, when we really need it, will collapse because one third of our country is so crazy. They don't believe anything that they see in their own eyes. They may actually cheer the next terrorist attack 
if it comes and damages Joe Biden. It's come on. You, I mean, you honestly I mean, that's a hell of a statement that you just made that the, that these folk who call themselves patriots mm. would actually cheer, could possibly cheer the next terrorist attack. What I'm, what I don't understand this, you know, it's like my world has been turned upside down. In, in, in that these are folk who they are xenophobic at, at best and and then but they then they're embracing you know they're embracing what our our adversaries seem to to want that that, that it's hard uh, Malcolm Nance for me to wrap my mind around that it 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 confuses me i mean you've been in, involved in national security you've 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 been involved in intelligence and 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 a distinguished record i mean this must break your heart to see oh. the these people and what they're what they're doing well it's first it flabbergasted me in 2016, 2017, and 2018. I was just so struck by how abnormal the individuals who were in government were. There were people, you know, I held the top secret compartment and security clearance for three decades. There were people getting top secret clearances that the FBI designated as unclearable, which means that they had things in their background that the government absolutely did not want them to have any positions or security clearances of trust. Trump overrode them and gave these people. They had 33 people in the White House national security and, and, and administrative staff in the White House and old executive office building. Let me tell you something, Joe. I never heard the word unclearable in my three decades. You know why? Because those people were never allowed even close to the system. So the word never filtered its way up to the people who were cleared. So when that happened, I realized there was a level of corruption seeping in that was really, really serious. But now we're at the point where an entire branch of government, uh, you know, at at the time, or I should say an entire movement of, 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 of politicians has now abandoned their own oath to the Constitution of the United States. And I'm not saying this lightly, okay? I have military, former military members out there. Representative Jim Banks was a Navy officer who served in Afghanistan, now stands against the Constitution of the United States. And there's only one word I'm going to put out here. It disgusts me that these people see their own personal advancement at the destruction of our own system of government in order to establish a, a more perfect union of fascism and Trump conservatism. And the thing is, we are sleeping right now. We're 10 months from the end of this experiment. Anytime these people get power, they execute power. They don't, and they will start executing control after they get that power. And then we'll wake up one morning and people will wonder why the National Guard is in the streets, because we don't wake up when the danger is right before our eyes. This may seem like a, a simple question, uh, and I don't mean it to be that way, but if, 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 I had a, if I would arrange or somehow could arrange a meeting with Manchin and Cinema, that, that seemed to be the 
obstacle, the, the, the obstruction in, in what we hope won't happen, what we hope will happen, that these bills will get passed. What would you say to them? I mean, if, if you could speak to them directly, uh, Malcolm. God Nance. forbid I should run to those two on Capitol Hill. And I'm going to tell you precisely right now, because my guile's up right now. You know, and I, I've been on your show before. I've mentioned to your audience that the Nance family, the Nance family's military service started in April 1864 when my great-great-grandfather and his brother ran away from slavery in Alabama to join the 1st Alabama Volunteer Regiment, which is former slaves, which became the 111th U.S. Colored Troops. Every minute since that day, there has been a Nance in the armed forces of the United States. Indian Wars, Civil War, World War I, Vietnam, all the way across to my niece just retired. And this is what I would say to them. Park my words. I would get in front of both of them and I would say, what is wrong with you? Really? The Constitution of the United States is now on the chopping block. You two have to make one simple vote, one vote to restore voting rights for this country, to make it fair and balanced so that this thing doesn't come crashing down in fire and that both of you are out of office. If you, it doesn't matter if you don't vote for this. If you do, great. You have a chance. If you don't, the entire system will ensure that you're not out of office. Do you think that the Republicans will like Joe Manchin because he was a Democrat? He is not a Trump psychophant. It has nothing to do with the R or the D. It has to do with the T behind your name. And Kirsten Cinema, I don't understand her at all. Really, I'm telling you, Joe, I do not understand her. She was a hardcore Green Party, far right, a far left progressive. And now it appears she's become a libertarian and quite possibly made defect to the Republicans. I don't understand her. I don't understand how she could hurt and literally kill people with their poor decision making. One vote on one thing to get rid of the filibuster, which is racist. This thing offends my entire family's 150 years of sacrifice. Sacrifice. You know, my great-great-granduncle is buried in a military cemetery at Fort Leavenworth, Kansas, when he died on patrol in the Indian Wars, right? My dad joined the Navy at 15, right, so that he could serve his country in World War II. What is wrong with them that they would ignore the death, the suffering, the grief of these American families? All they have to do is watch right once. On one day, one vote, and we can restore the balance of this country. Now, tell me if that would work. I so appreciate you coming on, and uh, thank you for being as clear as you have been and your family and your history and your legacy. And uh, I tell you, I would edit this out and send it to Manchin staff like right now. Um, and cinema, particularly cinema, because I'm like you. I don't, I, don't, I don't even, like you said, how do you go from a Green Party in such a short period of time to where she now would literally threaten her party to be in the minority and lose everything? I, I, it, but you know what? 
I'm gonna I'm gonna Forever. keep the faith. I'm gonna keep the faith. Um, Malcolm Nance, it's it's. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time to be here on the Madison Show. Thank you. And and God bless you for what you're doing. You know, I I hope this fever breaks and that you can uh, have yourself some nice soup. <laughs> well, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna. I'd I'd love to have some soup with some meat in it, <laughs> but but I'll I'll, I'll I'm you know I'm gonna you know I'm gonna you know you know when I listen to what you just said about your legacy your family's legacy, you know what sacrificing solid food is no big deal, and and I and I want you to understand what you just said and what I just heard has lifted my spirits and and i so appreciate that thank you so much malcolm appreciate it well let's let's hope we all survive thank you joe let's hope we all survive that and let's hope the country survives you can listen to yours truly madison the black eagle live every monday through friday on sirius xm urban view channel 126 or anytime on the sirius xm app